A lot of you have been asking me for insomnia treatment options, so I want to let you know I have launched an insomnia treatment course. It's a very structured and effective treatment program with a lot of clinical evidence support. So one course is in Chinese and one is in English. You can find it at deepintosleep.co forward slash insomnia. Hi, welcome to Deep Into Sleep podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Yishan. This weekend is going to be Chinese New Year, so I want to say Happy New Year. In China, we have a tradition. The first day of the New Year, you have to wear new clothes from top to toe, especially new socks. That will gain you good luck for the New Year. Have you ever thought about buying new sleepwears? In bedroom, we always want to be comfortable, but when you are in a relationship, How about something both comfortable and attractive at the same time? Today we have a lovely couple, Ali and Carrie. They are the founder of Circadian. It's a brand for sleepwear just designed for men. Let's listen to their story and find out how sleepwear can help us sleep better and have a better relationship. Hello, Karis and Ellie. Welcome to Deep Into Sleep. Hello. Thank you. Thank you for having us. I'm so excited because it's the first time I got a couple here together.、Oh. <laughs> <laughs> We are honored. <laughs> and it's also very interesting. I know two of you are running a business together. How about you introduce yourself to our audience? Absolutely.、Sure. Do you want to start? Uh, I'd say ladies first, but okay, I'll start. So、uh, my name is Alejandro. Everybody calls me Ali. I'm originally from Mexico,、um, and I started my career nothing related to this in a manufacturing plastics company in Guatemala. And、uh, then I did an MBA in Spain, which、uh, had a dual degree option in the United States. And there's where I met Caris. She was doing her MBA、um, at Yale during those days, and we were only friends. But then,、uh, very at the, at the very、um, end of the program, we started dating, and we ended up moving to Chicago together. So, long story short, we've been in Chicago, then we moved to Miami, then we moved to Tulum, where this、um, entrepreneurial idea started, and then we ended up moving to Austin to materialize it and and、um, start the business together. <laughs> And I think Alex did a good quick wrap up of of our story. But I'm Caris. I'm originally from Puerto Rico. I first came to the U.S.、Uh, for my undergrad. I、uh, did it at the University of Chicago. And before being in entrepreneurship, my career was also not related to anything uh, entrepreneurial. Uh, but I, I started my career in finance, and then I went into strategy consulting. And I guess a little bit about our, our company, and we can get deeper into it in the podcast. But we are the founders of Circadian, which is a men's sleepwear brand.、Um, the idea from Circadian came about because Ali used to dress for bed horrible; like he would wear these like old shorts and like and baggy tees, and it just started annoying me. And more so during COVID, where we spent a lot more time together. So that was kind of the genesis of it, and. One thing led to another, and now it's been almost six months since we launched、um, the sleeper brand for men. So super excited to to talk more about it and and to to share、um, a、our、little、experience. bit about our journey and experience.、Mm. Oh, that's very interesting. So your products focus on men's sleepwear. Yes. Uh huh. 
Yeah, I think very interesting throughout the process, we found that it, it, this is anecdotal, right? I don't have scientific evidence for this, but we found that a lot of, I would say more men than women don't wear sleepwear. They wear whatever's lying around it, an old exercise short or a t-shirt that they were gifted from an old marathon. Um, but it's very, it was pretty consistent pretty consistent that we heard that no i i never bought pajamas before or maybe i've been gifted pajamas but i have never bought pajamas as a man versus women i think we have a lot more options even from styles right we can wear a nightgown or you know a dress shirt or the regular pajamas like shorts and and tee but men coincidentally they would either wear underwear or they would wear um whatever shorts and tee they had lying around right so pretty interesting (laughs) the difference between men and women so we saw the need mostly in men right what i was gonna say is um the insight here is that um, men we only care about comfort more than looks right so we we don't care too much if we use our old raggy shirts or shorts as long as they fit well and we feel well they're really comfortable so that's that's why we created circadian to please the man keep him comfortable but still look good for the significant other yeah, I'm wondering, I know a lot of women has a lot of choices for the sleepwear and there are comfortable ones, there are sexy ones. So I'm wondering for men, if men just uh, pursue comfortableness by having this new brand out, this very cute niche, I would say, do you find that's more helpful for, you know, spice up the bedroom romance? <laughs> I mean, we're big believers that if you look better, you're going to feel better and you're also sleep better. And sometimes feeling good on the inside comes from looking good on the outside. Um, And definitely if you choose to sleep with someone else, kind of getting into bed in like the old, sometimes maybe big unflattering clothes does not do much to inspire romance. So definitely a benefit of sleepwear and circadian is that wearing appealing uh, PJs can, can give you know, your partner or something too. <laughs> and, and, and there's, it is a fact that how you present yourself to others. So think about it. When you go on a business meeting, what do you do? You dress properly, right? You dress, you put your, you your best tie and shirt. Exactly. You dress to impress. So we always wonder why do we forget that to do this thing with our most important person, which is our significant other, why do we get so, so comfortable that we just don't take enough care about ourselves to present nicely and in our best shape and form to them. So that's what, what Circadian is also trying to do. It's trying to help men without a lot of effort to look better for him or her, because that tells the other person, I care about you. Mm-hmm. And that's important. It's a prelude to intimacy. Yeah. Mm, I like that message because it sounds like there are two different components in the message. One is self-care what I feel comfortable with because I'm the one I need to go to sleep, sleep better, right? But also how to not put a lot of effort and feel fake, but still you take care of your partner. You take care of your relationship. Yeah, I really like the way that you put it. You're taking care of your partner by also like being the best version of yourself. Right. Completely agree. Yeah, that way that's not feels like another thing on the to-do list. Oh, I have to please everyone at night. I have to, uh, at home, I have to please my partner. They're so tired, right? So this is more put myself first, but at the same time, partner is also important. Absolutely. 
Mm, I'm curious. So your product has launched for six months. So far, have you heard any feedback back from any customers? They share their experience, how this, this product has changed them or surprised them? Yeah, I think the number one feedback that we get from customers is that the fabric is super soft. And that's one of our challenges as marketers is how can we communicate mm -hmm. that our product is super soft when they're not able to touch it? Because we're an online, mostly online-based business. Um, so how can we, through the marketing and through, through our advertising, communicate that softness? Because it is, we, we do use very premium and, and soft fabrics. So plant-based fabrics like Tencel, which is similar to Modal and uh, bamboo. bamboo. So they're, they're naturally very soft fabrics, but how can you communicate that? So yeah, so number one feedback would probably say super soft fabric. I, we, we do have some some testimonials in our website. I think some, yeah. have, some have said like, it feels like you're wearing like nothing butter. or like your own skin, butter, yeah. velvety. So that's pretty great. And, and I can, I'm the one actually on the operation side of the business. She's more on the marketing. And the said is that when customers come and buy something, I often see a repurchasing behavior. When one person came and got, say, a boxer, I guess they are very happy because then I get an order for three or four products, which is, which is a great thing from the same person. So sometimes when you launch a business or you start a new product, maybe you don't have enough confidence that it's good enough. But I am really happy and humbled that I've seen our customers really liking it and just buying it more. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I would say to add to that, we have been featured in a couple of, of interesting and great publications. Um, we were most recently in Esquire. Our robe has been getting a lot of attention. Um, we use organic bamboo in the robe. And it's I, it's been in modern luxury. Uh, Forbes, Esquire, Gear Patrol. So really great also to receive not just feedback from customers, but also feedback from big publications. That, that's where we believe that most of our, yeah. of our buyers are discovering the brand. So that's also been great. <laughs> that's great. That's so interesting because I know in China, I grew up in China, we have a lot of underwear use some kind of bamboo in it. So I'm curious, what make you decide, you know, uh, when you create this product, what are some factors you really try to put in to make people feel like, what do you think is helpful to put in your product, help people sleep better? Yeah, I think that's a great question. So me coming from a strategy background, the first thing when we were even discussing about the idea of creating a sleeper brand for men, we did some consumer uh, research. So we did a survey. We interview both partners and men, and some of the things that we asked them were, you know, what is it that you don't like about your current sleepwear? Kind of what bothers you, and what would make it better? And kind of throughout the board, and well, and I would say that helped us kind of bucket things into three main buckets. The first one was like our fabric selection. You know, what should our fabric feel like? I think the second component was more the technical aspect. And the third component was more the comfort benefit aspect that are very uh, important to men. So on the fabric, we heard a lot that, you know, you wanted the fabric to be stretchy. You didn't want it to be like super tight, but you also wanted it to be fitted because at the end of the day, we want to create both style and comfort. We knew from our research that sustainability was very important. So ensuring that it was a process, that the way that the, the fibers were produced didn't use harmful chemicals right. and were able to 
um, not waste a lot of water. So we knew that, like right off the bat that, that cotton was off the shorts because cotton uses a lot of pesticides and a lot of uh, water. So it's not as sustainable as you think. And I would say the, the matrix or the or the factors that were involved in selecting our fabric. So we knew it needed to be sustainable, super soft, um, stretchy, cooling, um, and breathable. Mm-hmm. So that left us with um, bamboo and uh, tensile. Both are plant-based fabrics, so it's much more sustainable than cotton in, in, the, in the process. And they're super soft. They're also durable, and they're very stretchy. So that was kind of the fabric. And then from the technical aspect, we... Um, knew that we wanted our garments to not have seams and sensitive areas. So we then use flat lock stitching, which is... Uh, stitching process. Yeah, it's a stitching process that very commonly used by Lululemon or other athletic wear brands. So it removes or I guess it decreases chafing. So usually when you tie two pieces of cloth together, there's like a little extra layer of fabric there that mm-hmm. kind of when it rubs on your skin... It, it creates that shaping. So we decided to use flat lock stitching in our garments. It's it's more expensive than regular uh, stitching, but but we knew that you know we had to have the best product um, in terms of, of comfort and, and and that technical aspect definitely helped. And then finally, we knew that, that it needed to have some benefits that men wanted. So we heard a lot of men saying, "When I get home, I don't want to change again from whatever I'm wearing. If I need to throw the trash out or I need to." you know, welcome someone in or maybe go pick up the my, my mailbox, my mail for my mailbox. So one thing we did, and I think it's pretty cool, is that our shorts, you don't need to wear underneath underwear underneath them. They have they're double lined in, in the that gusset area so that people can go outside and go pick their mail. They could come back inside and maybe go out and, and walk the dog later. So right, they don't need to to change. So and so, still look proper, which yeah. is important, especially with, if you have daughters um or if you have your mother-in-law you you want to be comfortable but you don't want to you know show what you shouldn't (laughs) so yeah I think all in all we we so from that survey we kind of learned the biggest pet peeves from men and and their partners and kind of from there try to design uh accordingly not only on the fabric selection but also on the on the actual construction of the garments uh, itself yeah, a lot of really thoughtful designs, I think, uh, especially sounds like for men, right? It's uh, they possibly move a lot, do a lot of things. And uh, also like f- female, very like, oh, I can change for different things. I can take a lot of time to make up, to be <laughs> to be ready and change back. So it, it feels like you guys are using some kind of psychology, male psychology into your <laughs> product uh, design. Absolutely, because uh, the, the male is going to be the ultimate consumer, but we are also selling to women. So we got to please both. And that's an interesting challenge, but we knew we were going to get into it. Yeah. I think, I think what was, so you're right. Like men do have very, dis, or not very, but different behavior than women. But, but Alice, right. We did try to design with the men in mind, but part of the challenge as well has been that we are marketing to, to partners, which are mostly women. So how do you communicate all the benefits that about comfort that men care about, but you also communicate to her that, Hey, this is stylish. Like, hey, this is going to make him look put together and you're, you know, it's going to hopefully make you like him more or see him in, in like a better light. We have those two angles that we've been we've been playing with. 
Yeah, I'm curious now. There's an option of your product. What female partners would think? What they would prefer? I possibly everyone prefer different things, but it's a very interesting concept to think about. When you talk about your products, there are several components. Actually, it's related to sleep. It's very interesting.、Uh, I think I interviewed、uh, Dr. Yuan before. She talked about、uh, women's menopause. So one thing about menopause is the hot flash at night, right? And then she actually talked about sleepwear a little bit, but really just the factors what we should consider is one is a bed sheet, one is a sleepwear, and basically breathable, right? Cooling and comfortness because、uh, how it. Connect to your skin will irritate、uh, women already experiencing menopause really badly. So、uh, sounds like several the factors she talk about. You already trying the best to put include in your products. I'm curious. I think men possibly have different sleep needs. I know a lot of men want the temperature to be cooler, like the bed to be cooler at night than women. Uh, possibly sounds a little bit similar to women in menopause. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I'm curious.、Um, have you considered taking into consideration of any the sleep needs, sleep factor, or any like sleep research you referred at all? Yes, definitely. So we are also firm believers that what you sleep in impacts the quality of sleep that you get, and this is not just us, but I mean medically and scientifically,、mm-hmm. there's information. We are not doctors, but based on our research,、um, we've learned、um, mostly about two things. So if it's tight, clingy, or it, it it's not cooling, or it or it kind of leads to overheating, that suppresses the production of melatonin while you sleep. So even if you rest, you're not gonna feel well rested when it's time to start your day. And not only does the product does the production of melatonin lull if you overheat or if you wear something tight, but also the ability of the body to produce growth hormones, which from our limited understanding, again not scientists,、um, but but we've done a lot of research. This growth hormone is a key defensive player in your body and helps your body repair itself. And also aid in like that natural anti-aging process.、Yeah. So that's great. Like beauty sleep, kind of I, I believe comes from there.、Uh, so so it has that melatonin component. But then we also think that being comfortable in your sleep will help you get into a deep sleep quicker、um, and stay there for a longer amount without interruptions. Right? Like if if something is you know too tight or like itches or like it doesn't allow for free movement、mm-hmm. while you're sleeping, sometimes you wake up and less、like, circulation.、Oh. Exactly, and also the circulation、uh, benefits. So, so definitely、um, that that part of like softness, comfort, cooling, stretchiness for easy movements and breathability were our main goals when we were designing for sleepwear, and and kind of paired with style, of course. But but we knew that it needed to be comfort comfortable before it needed to be stylish. And,、so. and on the technical aspect, I think we we haven't mentioned, but our shirts and shorts. Have a very lightweight,、uh, are made of a very lightweight fabric, so that that obviously allows some helps for all the features that she talked about. We had to select, I don't know, I think we went over what three hundred, four hundred different kinds of fabrics. We touched them, I wore them, other people wore them, and we ended up doing an elimination process to find the right balance between how soft, how resistant, but also how light it is. Oh wow. 
that sounds great. Hopefully, people wear that can feel they are very comfortable, comfortable enough that it does not get in the way actually、uh, to stop them from sleeping. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah, I think that's a great point. Like we, I think the best compliment that we can get is like, oh, I'm wearing it and I don't even feel that I'm wearing it. So that would be to me the the ultimate com-、uh, compliment because we we do want you to wear it because it looks good and it feels good. But also that it performs well when you need it, which is to sleep. Right, so, right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Because、um, I, I I don't read a lot of research on sleepwear. I doubt we have a lot out there.、Uh, I don't think a sleepwear can magically put people to sleep.、Uh, hopefully, one day there it's psychological, like placebo effects or something.、Um, but I do know if it's not comfortable, right? Like you described, it possibly gonna get in the way. So. One important thing to notice in the health aspect, or let's think about a professional athlete that he's performing at his best, and they tell this person, "Hey, would you buy another pair of shoes that will help you run five percent faster, one percent faster?" I think they would. And when it comes to our health, wouldn't you try to? Wouldn't you try something that can make you sleep five percent or ten percent better? I would. So, so what I'm all I'm saying here is. When it comes to health, we should be more conscious. And sleeping is a very important part of how how you will feel the whole day and how you will uh, even work. Uh, how how much your attention、uh, and even I could say your lifespan it's impacted by your sleep habits. So if there's something in there that can make me sleep better, I will try it. Right. That remind me a lot. Doctor actually would、uh, suggest their patients to find comfortable pillows. Right. Comfortable. Bed sheets and other things, but rarely people talk about sleepwear.、Mm-hmm. I think it's all together. If you're gonna sleep with a sleepwear, it's similar to what you use on your bed. Everything needs to be comfortable and helpful. Absolutely, I know about a lot of people that focus on the mattress, and that's a big investment. You gotta do it for sure. I think most of people know that mattress is very important. But imagine having a great mattress, but then. You don't have the light, the right shades, and then you have light, or you're not using the right、um, sleepwear or sheets. Sleep so、room. you're kind of、uh, diminishing the benefits of your mattress, right? So you should you should be focusing on more things and not only the mattress or that big thing. There are a lot of a, a lot other little things that can actually improve that and give you the extra kick.、Mm-hmm. Right, and then since we talk a lot of about sleep, about your products. And then let's come back to you two as、mm-hmm. the owner of the company. So, because I do couple therapy in my clinical work as well, I know for couples when they work together、yeah. side by side all the time and run the same business together, wow,、well, I think that's challenging for a lot of couples. Right, there are going to be disagreements. There are going to be,、uh, I don't know, arguments, different opinions. How do you guys navigate that? We, I mean, I, I'll be plainly honest. It's really hard, but we're willing to put the effort into it, and we also seek help. So we have rules. We have rules of engagement, and I admit that sometimes it's hard to separate. There's a very fine line between your private, personal issues and the business issues. And as she, as she mentioned, let's say after this amazing podcast, we go for lunch. We're gonna start talking about the business. So once we remember that this is our lunch time, we stop ourselves and we really try to focus on our, on enjoying our lunch and 
enjoying our private time, personal time together. So always being aware um, on, on, you know, when to stop the business conversation has been key. But also, as I said, uh, seeking for help. We we have a marriage coach. She's awesome. She helps me communicate things in such a way that she understands what I think about business-wise and, and uh, in, in our relationship. Mm-hmm. But also the most important thing that she's rem- reminded me is that in work, she's my boss. So ultimately, she has the last word. And that's a great thing to remember, right? It's it, You should talk to your spouse if she's in business with you the same way that you talk to your boss out there. So that's that's something that we tend to, a rule that you should really have because it's very easy to break. So so completely agree. It's very difficult. I think I would love to hear about more couples that are working together and kind of get their advice. There should be a podcast for that <laughs> as well. Yeah. Because it, it, is, it is difficult. Um, but I would say getting help early um and like not being afraid right like you you get a nutritionist if you're trying to lose weight or maybe a personal trainer if you're trying to look better or exercise uh better so why not get a marriage coach to help you deal or even a business coach to help you deal with your business so yeah so i would say that has been key um what ale mentioned about the rules of engagement um so i think one other rule that we have is that we cannot talk about circadian on our bedroom or bathroom yeah <laughs> <laughs> Which, we did that. Which is very silly, but we there's been times where maybe I'm showering and Ale is brushing his teeth, and there you have us having a full-blown argument. And it's not great because you know you're like maybe in a vulnerable spot. Situation. Yeah. Uh, hey, but one thing is we talked about the hard part of being married and in a business, but there are also great benefits. I mean, she's an amazing marketer, she tends to do things beautifully, she gets into details, lots of things that I just cannot do. And I focus on more the operation side, the finance, I'm the creative, but she makes things happen. So it's a, it's a great team. Compliments really help. And just like respecting each other, setting up rules and, it and can seeking work. help. Yeah, it can definitely work. But very good question. <laughs> wow. I feel like as a therapist, I feel like you guys definitely touch on a lot of key components for how to maintain a healthy marriage relationship. I can see you already put a lot of thoughts, effort, practice into this because I think, yes, a lot of couples need to first have the motivation, right? Be willing to work Mm -hmm. together as a team on the relationship and setting boundaries is hard. Be aware what my thoughts, what's your thoughts, where my limitation is, where I got stuck, it's so important too. And sounds like through the work and uh, very brave of you also to find a marriage coach to really help yourself. I totally agree with that idea. Why not? The resources are there. And uh, actually therapists are really busy. There are a lot of couples coming to seek help, but unfortunately many of them come too late when the issues are so severe. They come in and then that's really hard work. I also hear stop, right? Put a stop sign somewhere in your head. Oh, this mm-hmm. time is for our own, like we time or me yes. time. It's not business time. And also how to talk to each other in a business manner versus how to talk to each other <laughs> in the family, in a relationship can be very different. When I coach parents before, uh, some parents used to be a big boss 
in a company. So they tend to talk to their children the same way as they talk to their employees. That's also a bad habit. <laughs> Very interesting. I yeah, that's true. I hadn't well, we have no children yet, but that's true. I hadn't thought about that. It's I feel like a lot of things are so related in our life. I believe right now you practice with each other and you can balance your relationship, navigate it through such a complicated dynamic. And then it will definitely benefit further after you have children, it's going to benefit the whole family dynamic. It's been a great training for sure. Yeah. No, and even professionally, it's made us better. Um, I think even, I, I don't know, we were to work with other people and to me, it's, it's, I feel it's opened my eyes to different ways of, it sounds so maybe cliche or so obvious, but it, like seeking people that think differently or that work differently. And Ale could not be more different than me in a lot of ways, <laughs> um, which at times can be really, really annoying. <laughs> but at the end of the day, I think it makes for a better outcome. And I think that that's what you hear in a lot of also maybe business publications or case studies that when you have a more diverse team, you have better outcomes. Maybe the process isn't as smooth as it would have been with everyone kind of thinking more similarly, the end outcome is a lot better. And I think that's been with us. We just need to manage maybe better the, the ride on how to get to the outcome to make it a little smoother and, and less maybe intense or like mentally draining. But mm -hmm. I completely agree about, you know, compliments and, and kind of diversity of thought and even working styles. It's just, I worked in places before that we had a lot of people that would think similarly or that we, we even did. I remember at, at one of the consulting firms, we did this uh, Myers-Briggs study and almost everyone had the same, uh, the same personality type. So there's definitely some self-selection okay. in the places that I've worked worked in before. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. And I like how you guys also keep on, you know, appreciating each other, right? Uh, notice the, the shiny points, the good things. It, it's all so important. And be willing yeah. to work on the hard part, but also always recognize and verbalize what is good in the relationship. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's also a really good point because when we started going to the marriage coach, there was always the like the I joke. Was say that. She always oh. asked us the same thing. So yeah, every time we go, the first question is, "Tell me something positive about her." That happened in like the last yeah. few days. <laughs> Uh, so sometimes we're driving there and we are thinking like, oh my God, I got to have my positive thing. <laughs> That's so funny. You know, when I do um, couple therapy, I always ask couples that question at the end. Mm. <laughs> oh, interesting. Not oh, at the beginning, okay. but at the end. <laughs> but it forces you to kind of come prepared and to maybe do some self-reflection as to what happened throughout the week or throughout maybe the last couple of days. It has a lot of meaning for sure. Yeah, which is something I... I feel like we're mostly looking towards the future. You know, what's going to happen you know, right now that we're preparing for holiday, what's going to happen for holiday and what should be our next sale and what should be our next product. And it's very, we don't think a lot about what we've accomplished so far, kind of what we've, you know, how we got into the point that we are today. And this, that question really helps to focus much more on our relationship and on the good things that happen. But that's, it's so Which important. Which happen every day. Yeah, sure. There, there's something good that happens every day. We just need to maybe take the time to, to understand it, to accept it. Yeah, to me, it's mostly being thankful. 
That's wonderful. I know as we are recording this, it's right before Thanksgiving, but when we release this, it's going to be <laughs> after the holiday. <laughs> but this is a great time, right? When you when I hear all this, I think, wow, it's the time, you know, of the year really push ourselves to think about what was too thankful. But it's really not just the holiday, it's day to day in our life. Sounds like you both of you are really practicing that. And I'm sure this spirit uh, from how you navigate your relationship together and will go into your what you do to your products and how to really think about that for other couples since that's what you are doing really can benefit a lot of couples out there. <laughs> yes, <laughs> for sure. We, we agree. Yeah. So near the end of the show, if our listeners want to find your products, want to know more about that, want to purchase, how they can find you? They can go to circadian, S-I-R-C-A-D-I-A-N dot C-O, circadian dot C-O, not com dot C-O. <laughs> or they can find us on Instagram. It's um, circadian co all together. Um, I think we should maybe tell them a little bit about our name. Um, go ahead. No, you, you can go. <laughs> okay, so circadian, it's it, it's a blend of two words, right? It comes, the idea came from the circadian rhythm, which is the sleep-wake cycle. I'm sure you know a lot about it. So we wanted to have a health component on our name, but since also we're trying to elevate men to look better and feel better, we tweaked the word a little, and it's called Sir, like Sir Elton John, Sir David Beckham, circadian. So yeah, so anyways, that's a little, a little story about our name, but you can find us there. And I think if we had to leave you with something, we challenge you to find something that you feel good in to wear to bed. We bet that you'll feel better and also sleep better. And if you're sharing your bed with a partner, I think they'll appreciate it too. And hopefully that's circadian. But if not, then it, it doesn't matter. But we were firm believers that dressing for bed creates lasting results. So we, we challenge you to dress for bed. Just give it a try. <laughs> That's wonderful. I already like that idea. I definitely had bad partners wear poorly to the bed before. <laughs> so I definitely feel that way. Yeah. And this is a, such a brilliant brand name. Thank, Thank you, you for uh, explaining that. As a sleep researcher and clinician, when I saw this first, I was like, oh, circadian. That's that's so cute. And the circadian. Yeah, I definitely get where it come from. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming to the show, sharing all this wonderful information to us. Thank you. Thank you very much for the opportunity to tell our story and to speak a little bit about the brand and our journey. I always admire those couples who can run a business together. If you feel connected with their story in any way, please feel free to leave a comment and let me know. So the Valentine's Day is right at the corner. If you want to buy your partner a gift or want to try out Circadian's products, Ellie and Carrie very generously offer a 10% off coupon to our listeners. The coupon code is Deep Into Sleep. To learn more about their story, you can go to their website, sirkadian.co, or follow their IG at sirkadian.co. So in the new year, I would love to interview founders from different sleep-related business and audience who have their own sleep stories who want to share in addition to my sleep doctor colleagues. So hopefully this is a more fun mix of the content. 
If you want to share any of your stories, your expertise, your knowledge, please feel free to email me at ishan at mindbodygarden.com, and I would love to discuss with you about the opportunities coming to the show. During the holiday, I went to San Diego and built a branch clinic in San Diego. It's very exciting, but however, because of the trip, I delayed the creation of the sleep course that I promised I'm gonna get launched in January. I will try to launch it as soon as possible and announce it here in the podcast. Thank you for listening. I'm your host, Dr. Yishan, and wish you happy Chinese New Year. I will see you next time. Sleep is an individual thing. We all sleep differently, and there is so much we can do to improve sleep quality. Keep hope and carry on. This podcast is for general informational purpose only and does not include the practice of medicine or other health professional services. Usage of the information we share is at the listener's own risk, and our content does not intend to be a substitute for any medical and professional services, diagnoses, and treatment. Please seek professional health services as needed.